Hi guys, welcome back to the Friends of Cabrini podcast. This is your host, Jalisa, and you're listening to episode five. So today I want to talk about a particular topic that I think will assist parents that are now becoming, or should I say, are currently interested in unschooling. And that topic is how to guide your child's interests. For most of us, we know what homeschooling is or what it can be defined as, and we know what it may look like individually for our children and for our families, and as well as for ourselves as educators, parent educators. However, some people may not be familiar with unschooling. So I'm here to share a couple of tips about how you can go about guiding your child's interests in the world of unschooling. So let's get into it. First and foremost, we need to understand how to define what unschooling is. And typically, just like with homeschooling, the definition of homeschooling has changed dramatically over the years. And I pretty much think that it probably would change for unschooling as well. Or there'll be another host of different terminologies that are connected to homeschooling like unschooling is. So with that being said, unschooling typically just goes into the sense of freedom and just the choice to learn freely and expensively. And what that typically looks like is that it is child-led interest learning. So it is your child really defining for themselves what it is they want to learn and how they want to learn. And it's based off and inspired by their personal interests that they have in their everyday lives. Now, granted, children's interests can change. One minute they might be interested in sports, the next minute they might be interested in science. That's absolutely perfectly fine because it's really allowing your child to be able to navigate their own learning journey for themselves while also still being able to learn key skills and rhetoric and things of that nature that they probably would need to have in order to be successful adults. So one of the first tips I want to give is to think about reimagining your role. Now, we can't reimagine our role as parents, of course, but we can reimagine our role as parent educators. And that is because, especially for parents that are transitioning from a structured school setting, you are not the person that initially was educating your child 24 seven or however many hours they had at school, but you weren't the person that was educating your child nevertheless. Now, you are going to be the person that's educating them 24-7, just about. And so what that looks like is you really thinking about what it is that you can change. What is it that you can change about how you guide or direct others, including your child? What is it that you think you want to create or foster? What type of environment? What type of experience? What type of memories? Do you think that you and your child can create or would like to create or would like to foster together? Those are definitely things that you should really consider and think about first. 
And the reason I say that is because for the children that are age 18 and under in today's world of 2022, the world is changing and it's very different for them. For us parents who are in our 30s and 40s right now, we were able to grow up with the web. We were able to grow up with technology. We've seen the evolution of AOL and Facebook and MySpace and all of these different uh, social media and digital spaces. However, our children are coming into the world and they're moving and grooving, guys. They are able to maneuver through the digital space so well where they don't need a tutorial. They just know how to do it and they're coming in that way. And in the next years to come, we have Metaverse that's going to be really just taking over. We have digital spaces like Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrency and all of those things where our children will have to know how to navigate in those spaces. They'll have to know about NFTs and things of that nature soon because that's what their world is going to look like. Their world is not going to look like you know, the typical dollar currency that we have been growing up in, their world is going to look completely different. Their world is going to look like robotics. Their world is going to look like engineering. Their world is going to look ultimately just like creatives all over. And a lot of us might have grown up where we've had a creative niche and a creative edge, but we weren't necessarily pushed or supported with those creative edges and niches that we had. And so our lives and our career choices have taken other paths. But for a lot of the children that are 18 and under, a very large majority of them will be creatives. Regardless of the career paths and spaces that they choose to be in, they ultimately still will be creatives. And so you have to figure out how is it that you can keep your learners connected to their interests? And if you have not connected them or kept them connected to their interests, then why is that? I think you personally have to do the work in figuring out why is that and be willing to change the mindset because what unschooling is really all about is your child's freedom to choose their own learning path. And in that, we want them to be equipped for the future. We want them to be able to be successful and to be able to survive. And so if you're keeping them from things that they love and things that they care about, then you might be hindering your child's ultimate success in the coming years or the coming decade or two. You also wanna make sure that you're validating their interests. But with validating their interests, you also need to find balance. And so that's where it comes to understanding that, yes, your child can absolutely play Roblox or Minecraft for umpteen hours. But we also need to make sure that they're able to do the traditional things where we are able to balance out their lives, make sure that they're able to uphold conversations and have relationships and be able to build relationships outside of digital spaces. Make sure that they're able to learn about nature, all of the beautiful things that we have here on the earth. 
make sure that they're able to explore those things and give them opportunities to live in those spaces just as much as they are going to be living in the metaverse space as well or any other digital space for that matter. So my first suggestion is to reimagine your role. My next suggestion would be to support your child's imagination. Regardless of what age your child is, what grade level they're in, all children have imagination. Hey, us adults, we imagine things still. So imaginative play or imagination play, I'll say it like that, is very important. It's very important to have that so they can cultivate new ideas, so they can grow and be progressive in their learning. Whether that looks like you just supporting your child when they're interested in engineering and they want to build magnets and try to figure out how to make things levitate, you know, using magnetic force. Encourage them in that area. Encourage them and and get creative with them. And maybe you just don't know. They might pull an idea from a simple conversation of one thing that you have with them. And they'll pull that into their engineering process to build that magnet and, and go so far with that and develop a career as in that as well. A third tip I would say is to build confidence. It is very important to build up your child's confidence because we live in a world where everyone is so judgmental and everyone has an opinion about everything. And to be honest, it is nobody's business what another parent is doing, what another soul is doing. It's nobody's business. It's not my business to know what you're doing at home out there in Maryland, nor is it your business to know what the next family is doing over in California. It's not our business. It's not our place. Let's stay in our place. So by staying in our place, right, and understanding what we individually are doing and not what others are doing, then we also open up the doorway for there not being a need to always explain everything to everyone because we're staying in our lane, reminding our own business. You know, it's like that meme where it says, mind the business that pays you. So if I'm not concerned about what you're doing over there, then not only do I have to be judgmental to you, but then I don't open up a space of feeling like my child needs to compete with your child or my unschooling journey and my unschool community has to compete with your unschooling community. We don't need to do that. There's enough room in the world for everyone to be unique and learn on their own. And I don't need to be judged, nor do you need to be judged. So first and foremost, understand that is a part of building confidence. Another thing that's a part of building confidence is focusing on just no interference. Make sure that you're not focusing on that outside interference and that outside judgment. Make sure that there's nothing getting in your way or in your child's way where they feel as if they are inferior or as if they're doing something wrong. And 
should you see something like that, then you must immediately change the mindset, change the trajectory, change the conversations. They need to be positive. They need to be joyful. You need to be able to create a space where your child feels loved and they feel enthusiastic and they feel confident. And when you see that space is being created, you'll know it because your child will exude those things as they go throughout their day and around the world and whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's traveling or whatever it may look like for them. You wanna be able to build that confidence in your child where they don't have to feel defeated or inferior based on the opinions of others. So it's very important to really just have tunnel vision and block out that outside interference so that you can focus on things that's on your path as well as for your child to focus on things that's in their path. Because one of the key things about unschooling is that we're guiding our children and even though we might not be taking the full lead on teaching them every single day with curriculum and whatnot we are still supporting their journey and they will ultimately still refer back to us for information for advice for support whatever whatever that may be for them and each child and each family and each parent is going to be different So I do want to say that, but tip number three, most certainly is building your child's confidence. Now, tip number four, and this would be my last tip, guys. Tip number four would be to think about how would a person learn if they were not in a structured school setting? So think about yourself. Think about when you were a child, if your parent didn't take you to public school or private or Catholic school, what other ways could you possibly have learned? Be open to getting outdoors. Be open to experiencing life by doing. And that might look like creating projects where your child is actually doing activities in real time, where your child is actually visiting businesses and learning and shadowing on days to find out what that business does before your child starts out on a career path in that particular field. Or that might look like you simply just exploring everything where you are traveling all the time and you're learning about everything in the world that there is to learn about in real time. Think about what other references that you would typically refer to for your learning if you were to be in your child's shoes and if you had the opportunity to unschool as a child. If you can think about a list of things and a list of ways where you can learn, then that means that so can your child. They don't need to be in a structured setting to learn any and everything. It's perfectly okay for them to be in a relaxed setting or simply just be at peace, however that peace might look like, wherever it may look like or whatever it may be. So consider that. Consider how do people learn outside of structured school settings. And I'll tell you right now, with unschooling, 
There's a variety of ways for children to learn. There's a ton of ways. In any form of homeschooling at all, really, there's a variety of ways to learn. And that doesn't mean that it needs to be with their head in a textbook, with expensive curriculum, always going to the library, with writing essays upon essays, with learning a standard level or standard structure of math. That doesn't mean watching videos all the time. That it doesn't mean any of those things. It can literally mean whatever your child wants it to mean to them. Because every learner is absolutely different. And every learner should be free to learn how they want to learn, when they want to learn, and where they want to learn. So guys, unschooling, it's the freedom to learn. And I want you guys to remember that. I thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time.